1: This is the Proud American Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. Memorial Day is intentionally a solemn reminder of the price men and women pay to keep this country safe and free. But that price goes beyond the ultimate sacrifice of giving up your life. It's a burden shared by the family and loved ones who go on living missing their hero. One of today's guests, Ryan Manion, is a successful philanthropist and Gold Star sister to Marine Lieutenant Travis Manion, who was killed in action in Iraq. Also returning to Proud American is a good friend of mine, Emily Dominich. Emily and Ryan have partnered to create the Honor Project, and I'm excited to welcome you both on. Ryan, let's start with you. Thanks for coming on.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: So, you know, like we'll get to the Honor Project and um, the origins of which Emily has come on and told us about. And I'm excited to share that. But I would love to just talk for a minute about your journey with Travis Manion foundation and, and your brother, this, this amazing Marine Lieutenant who unfortunately sacrifices life to, from what I've read, keep those that was, that were with him that day alive.
2: Yes. Yeah, so Travis was a first Lieutenant in the Marine Corps. He was killed on April 29th, 2007 on a second tour of duty. He was uh, part of a, a MIT team attached to the Iraqi army. And, um, On April 29th, he was out on patrol. Um, His uh, team was ambushed. Two of his teammates were shot. Travis pulled them back to safety and exposed himself a third time to push back the enemy, and he was shot and killed. He was the only uh, member of his patrol that was killed that day, and he was awarded a Silver Star uh, for his actions. And, you know, after his death, My family and I uh, created the Travis Manning Foundation because we wanted to make sure not just that Travis's legacy continued, but that there was a face and a name to this generation of men and women who had served and sacrificed.
1: That's an amazing story. I I think it's, you know, I always struggle with, I was in the Marine Corps, I was blown up and I, I saw this happen, this sacrifice paid and it's we're 20 years into this war and it's almost like people think it's like they see the movies and they hear the stories and it sounds the same and it's not the same at all. Like these stories are so impactful and they're so unique. There's 330 million Americans only a select few serve and even fewer thankfully than that give their lives in these amazing ways. I mean, there's no other way I know to describe it, uh, to lay your life down intentionally almost. Um, and sometimes sometimes, matter of factly is just such an amazing thing. And I can't thank you and your family and um, my Marine Corps brother and your real life brother, Travis, so much for that sacrifice and, and keeping Marines safe. So that's the solemn part of Memorial Day. We, we You know, I had a guest on that, that said something like, hey, you don't know if you're supposed to visit a grave or go to a mattress cell," And it's kind of like we exist somewhere in between. A lot of us probably take advantage of a day at the ballpark or some hot dogs and burgers. And I'm sure for you, Ryan, it's a little bit of both. For me it is. I I take a lot of time to remember my brothers and sisters, but also take a time to enjoy it with my family. And um and being so close to the sacrifice, how how do you experience Memorial Day?
2: I I'm like you. You know, I know there are some people that think that Memorial Day should be a somber, mournful day of recognition, and and I I don't agree. I think it's a day where we celebrate, celebrate that these men and women uh, walked our great country. Uh, celebrate the fact that they volunteered to step up and serve, and celebrate the what they have allowed us to do, the freedoms we hold so dear. And so, of course, I have a personal connection. Uh, with my brother uh, being killed, but you know, I mourn my brother 365 days a year. Yeah. Memorial Day is a day to remember, uh, to honor, and most importantly, to share these great stories with others. We're so close to it, right? You, you, you have men and women that were your friends that didn't make it back. But for those disconnected from the military community, I feel it's our responsibility. To share these great American stories of the men and women who sacrificed their lives for the freedoms that we all hold so dear. So I, I look at it as a, as a day of education. Um, drink a cold beer, buy a mattress if there's a good sale, <laughs> but take time during that day, uh, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, turn to your neighbor, turn to your friend and say, hey, I want to tell you the story about. Travis Mannion or Brendan Looney or any of the great Americans that have given their lives while serving.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And I love that. I mean, responsibility is a big tenet in my life. Sometimes I fail in my responsibility. Sometimes I'm late to a, to an appointment like a podcast with some amazing friends. Um, but all that being said responsibility man that's a that's a heck of a word there and i love the way you frame it it's i very similarly say it's my responsibility to take my family out and have a good time and right when they are forgetting about the world remind them why we're there having a good time and let it all come together and just give them the opportunity to appreciate that and i think part of the problem in this country that's also a blessing and i try to remind my brothers and sisters of this is look guys and gals we go overseas and fight a war on purpose, voluntarily, so they can forget about it. Like, that's the effect of us doing what we do, is that everyone h- at home doesn't have to think about it. It doesn't land on their doorstep. It doesn't have to affect their lives. And, you know, after 20 years, it affects a lot more lives than probably even we would like. But that's kind of the way I, I bring it together and help, help guys and gals make sense of it. And, Emily, you're on and you're doing just that. You're helping – take that mantle and and remind people of these men and women who have given their lives in service and are uh, buried in Arlington National Cemetery, the kind of the the holy land of, of military sacrifice. And, um, you know, I'd love for you to talk about what the honor project is and how you and Ryan partnered together for this.
0: Uh, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me back. Um, I was really excited to get to talk about my Experience at Arlington Cemetery last year, um, where I got to visit graves on behalf of people who were unable to come to Arlington, largely due to COVID restrictions. Um, uh, but one of the things I learned in the process was that there really were hundreds of people, uh, thousands of people, really across the country who just can't visit Arlington on Memorial Day, who want to do something, like Ryan said, who want to to take an opportunity to honor the men and women who sacrifice for them, but don't really know how. I think civilians really do wanna do the right thing to honor those people, but they often just don't know the right way to do it. Um, so when I thought about this year, I, I really did wanna build on my experience last year and and to expand the number of graves we could visit and the number of people we could reach and I, I knew I couldn't do that by myself. Um, and I was lucky enough to know about the Travis Mannion Foundation because of a friend who, a mutual friend with Ryan. Um, and I knew that with their kind of long and broad experience doing big events with volunteers um, and really helping veterans connect in their local community, I knew they were a natural partner for this project. Um, so we worked with Ryan and her really incredible team to build a platform for the Honor Project where we'll have volunteers come to Arlington Cemetery um, and they will will take uh, requests in advance for graves to visit. um, And our volunteers will go, they'll photograph the grave, they'll take a moment to learn the person's name, they'll place a commemorative flag, and then we'll share that photo on social media across Memorial Day weekend. Um, So we're really hoping to visit Ten times more graves than I was able to visit last year by myself, and um, and and we're we're hopeful, frankly, that this will be a project that starts at Arlington, but eventually expands to military cemeteries across the country to give more people the opportunity to to visit a grave and learn a name and take a moment to think of a stranger who sacrificed for them to to enjoy their weekend and the rest of their life.
1: You know, it's it's such a unique idea, and I remember when you were doing this, and like I said, we had you on the podcast, and all I could think about was like. Wow, how can I help? How can I get involved? And so when you guys share these stories with people, is there a, a URL or a hashtag? Like how can people go and track this and and really become intimate with these folks that um, that we're highlighting on that day?
0: Absolutely. So in advance, if you we we have tons of volunteers, but if you know someone, you have a loved one who's buried at Arlington, you can register their grave for a visit at Travismanion.org. Um, And then over Memorial Day weekend, all the photos that we'll be sharing will be on the hashtag The Honor Project uh, on Twitter and on social media. Um, And then we'll collect all those photos at the end and share them on a platform on travismanian.org as well. So folks can follow along in real time on Memorial Day. I think that was one of the things that really made last year special was that people could watch as individuals all across the country were able to honor their loved ones learn about them in real time. We'll be doing that over all of Memorial Day weekend. Um, and then there'll really be an opportunity to, for folks to get to really know and study these names if they wanna go and look through every single one after the project is completed, you'll be able to do that too. Um, I, I really, I, I, to me, so much of this is giving the opportunity for one stranger to connect with another in that personal way. Um, and and that is really what I think makes it special and and unique and different from so many other really incredible projects that honor honor those who who served and 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 who gave the ultimate sacrifice on Memorial Day.
1: You know, you I, I follow you on social media, and you do you run. That's something you do, like a, something I can't do, and I kind of look <laughs> curiously through your runs sometimes. Um, but I would assume you've continued to run and run through Arlington over the last year. And has, has those runs, have those trips to Arlington changed for you? Like how has this changed you as a person after a year after doing this?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I have, I've always visited Arlington as you know, my grandfather and and grandmother are both buried there. Um, and so it's, it's somewhere I go regularly anyway. Um, but I will say that there were every, every time I've gone back over the course of this year, there are a handful of graves that I visited last year that, really stuck in my mind um, that I that I now always go back to. Um, one in particular was an, an Air Force captain who was killed in, in January in Afghanistan, January 2020. Um, he had been buried in March right before um, the pandemic started and shut everything down. Um, and his wife had been able to attend his burial but had not been able to come back to Arlington, um, had not been able to travel back to Arlington to see his headstone. Um, so when she reached out to me on social media on Memorial day, she said, I'm not even sure of the grave number. I'm not even sure of, of whether there's a headstone there or not, but he's in the back of section 60 and can you try to find him? And, and I ended up being the very first person to visit his headstone. Um, and, and that was an incredible moving experience for me. I will never forget it. And I, 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 I visit his, I visit Ryan's gravestone every single time I go to Arlington now and I've, I've kept in touch with his his wife a little bit um over the course of the year because it it feels it's incredibly uh, it's incredibly special to help someone in their grieving process um and to connect with them in that personal way from across the country someone I'll probably never meet um and and to be able to honor someone who I I never had the opportunity to meet is is really special well um
1: you know you've you in a way you've met this person that sacrificed their life and um and I yeah, I've read
0: all about him. I went, yeah. I went back and read about where he was from and, and what unit he served in and where he was stationed. And it it does, you're right. It does kind of feel like, you know, that person, once you take the time to really learn their name and, and, and to, to think about them and, you know, they be, you become part of their story.
1: You know, Ryan, I feel like in a similar sense, millions of Americans have gotten to meet Travis Mannion because of your efforts and just what you've done with, with that legacy is there a story or something that isn't as, I guess, solemn that you'd like to tell us about Travis? I'd love to, if it's funny or just, you know, just to learn more about this amazing human being that was, that, that left us too soon.
2: Wow. Um, well, yeah, you know, I always say, um, it's, it's sometimes hard to articulate, uh, this idea that so many people have this connection with my brother because of you know the the growth and size of our organization in his name um but you know he w- he was my brother right he was he was my brother we were 15 months apart so we were very close um oh, wow. and uh Irish twins and <laughs> you know we grew up in a military family my dad's uh, a retired colonel in the marine corps i was born in Camp Lejeune. And, um, and we moved a lot when I was young. And so I always say that Travis was kind of my built in best friend because no matter where we went, I knew that he was going to be there. And, and, you know, this isn't necessarily like an unknown story. I've, I've talked about it and, and not so much a story, but just to, to give a general idea of, I think sometimes, you know, we can put people on pedestals, um, when they leave us and, um, You know, we're all humans, we're all flawed, but there was something very special about my brother. And I recognized that when I was young, uh, being the older sibling, I was the one looking up to Travis and I realized that the things that Travis did when he was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old, he was putting himself in a position to become the man he was going to become, to become the marine he was going to become, and I watched in awe as my brother went from a chubby kid whose nickname was Pork Chop uh, <laughs> in eighth grade to relate. by yeah by sophomore year of high school he was a hundred and eighty nine all American wrestler, and that didn't happen by chance. That happened because he put in hard work, determination, and dedication, and that's not something that's. Um, that's not something that's always out there. I certainly wasn't like that when I was in high school. Um, and so I, I feel so incredibly proud that I had someone like that in my life. And I also feel again, this responsibility to pass on um, some of his lessons to our next generation, because, you know, I think it's important to know you you can join the Marine Corps, you can join the army, you can join the military, but You've got to set yourself up for success, and that comes when you're young, and you've got to start making the right choices. And I'll never forget, after Travis was killed, my uncle said something that perfectly summed up who Travis Mannion was. He said, Travis was big in the little things, and because he was big in the little things, he was even bigger in the big things when it really mattered. And, you know, for me, I, I try to instill that in myself and also my kids, like be big in the little things every single day. And, um, and that's what Travis did. He was big in the little things. And, and that's why on April 29th, 2007, he was big in the big moment in the moment. And we're all going to have, we're all going to have a day that defines us. We're all going to have that day. Uh, I may not be in, uh, in the, you know, the battlefields in Iraq, but we're all going to have to have a day where we make that choice to do the right thing. So um, I take those little lessons from my brother and I carry them with me and I, I try to pass them on to everybody that I can.
1: That's well, such an amazing way to share, you know, just what kind of human being Travis was. And, and we say in the military, we say something very similar. We say, listen, you don't know how you, you may not know how you're going to react specifically until that moment comes, but, but you make that choice years before that, when you joined the military and you become a part of this brotherhood, you, you made yeah. that choice. And it's such an amazing thing to to just kind of hear the backstory on on someone who, like your brother, has, has done such an amazing thing and, and paid that sacrifice. The guys that I served with that, that didn't come home um, or didn't come home alive, you know, I think back of just little conversations and little impacts or at the moment that felt little in my life. And then put it all in context and it makes perfect sense that we say that, you know, little things like the good die young or, or they take the best mm-hmm. first. And it's, and it, that's not the tr- it's not necessarily fate that what we realize is that groundwork is laid along the way. It, there's a reason why they're the ones who are in, in that place in that moment. And it's something really to be in awe of, I guess. Absolutely. Well, I'll I tell you what, I'm excited to end this on a happy note. And I think all of this for, for you and I, Ron, this is a happy thing. We can talk about these things and, and totally. it sounds solemn, but it is, it is a happy thing for us because we get to remember these people that, that we that were such a big part of our lives for you, a family member, and for me, uh, you know, friends that were part of our life for a decade. Um, but for everyone listening and, and Emily, I think you understand this as well. Memorial Day is a, is a day of celebration. And for you all to go out and put this much effort into sharing these heroes with the rest of us, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing the pictures. I look forward to reading the stories and getting to know some of these people. And I can't thank the two of you and everyone that works with you enough for making this possible. Because, uh, you know, even without COVID, paying um, tribute all the way in D.C. is not easy to do. And, and I think many of us do have friends and family that are buried there.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks for helping to spread the word for us and, you know, looking forward to people getting involved, whether they're at Arlington with us or not. Um, just sharing along with these names and sharing them with uh, sharing them with others, uh, learning the names and, and passing them on.
1: Ryan, how can people be involved or learn more about Travis Mannion Foundation?
2: You can head over to travismanion.org. The Honor Project is scrolling right on the homepage so you can learn how you can get involved. Outside of, you know, our volunteer is closed down. We we are capped out. We have hundreds of volunteers at Arlington this year. But there's other ways you can be a part of this effort. Um, We have incredible flags from Flags of Valor, um, an incredible uh, veteran-owned company that is making us small wooden flags. Uh, Those are available for purchase. Uh, as well. So if you want to purchase some on your own and take them to your local VA cemetery, uh, if you want to just display it in your house as your way to uh, commemorate Memorial Day. Um, and along with that, you know, again, we, we have on our website, we have a portal with stories of hundreds and hundreds of fallen service members. Grab one of those stories and share that story out as well. So lots of ways you can get involved and, and, get involved in our activation efforts throughout the year, TravisMannion.org, you can join our mission.
1: And Emily, tell us again how to track the Honor Project on social media.
0: So you can follow along on Memorial Day weekend uh, using the hashtag The Honor Project, um, and you'll be seeing photos shared by our volunteers, and, and we'll be sharing it along the way. Um, and 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 there, as Ryan said, there's still plenty of time and plenty of ways to get involved, most specifically if you know someone who's buried at Arlington, register at their grave so we can visit it and share it over Memorial Day Weekend.
1: Fantastic. Thank you both so much for joining, and I look forward to seeing the stories come through.
2: Thanks so much. Thanks for having us.
1: You know, honoring those who have sacrificed their lives, as we just learned, isn't just a solemn feeling of loss and gratitude. It also includes the barbecues and a day at the lake or a baseball game. Just remember when you have that freedom to take a moment or maybe even longer to say thank you to remind your friends and family of why you're able to enjoy those things. I want to thank Ryan and Emily and everyone involved with the honor project for reminding us of the special people that allow us to celebrate this special day. To hear more stories like this, visit foxnewspodcast.com and be sure to check back next week for a brand new proud American story. I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones, and thanks for listening.